Atomic Monsoon, I have returned, like they predicted last week. <laughs> and hi, thank, hi, Stephanie. Hi, Andy. Hi, Josh. Hey, it's been a while. It has. It has been a while. And also, thank you, Def M Records. Yeah, the for their amazing music. Stars. Yes, yeah. thank you for our theme music. Our wonderful theme so, music. Yeah. Yeah, sorry I've been gone for so long. You know, trying to build and be eaten by a giant man eating plant for theater is fun. So. Wait, what? Yeah, so we built the pup, the Audrey puppet for Little Shop of Horrors. Nice. Oh, that's wonderful. And I got eaten by it and bruised my elbow because we didn't put padding on the other side. So I fell face first into a stage. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. Yes. Yeah. So, I used but, to work backstage in a theater. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've taken those pills. They're not yeah. fun. Yeah, but yeah. no. But you know, I don't think I've ever seen that movie that, or that movie or stage production that wasn't fun even like when mm-hmm. high school stuff like yeah. it's always been like no matter what it's yeah. always a fun one to watch little shop's oh, yeah. a good time yeah. little shop is a good time so but we're not here to talk about little shop today. no we're not what are we here to talk about spoilers ow well, okay My yeah ears. so uh, <laughs> be aware uh possible spoilers coming up for uh oh definite spoilers Definite. Lots of Star Wars stuff, including uh, The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then, you know, if you haven't seen any of the recent stuff, spoilers there. So, yeah, you listen. know, possible spoilers for the TV show stuff as far as, like, the cartoons or just Star Wars spoilers in general. So You're, you're yeah. warned now. You are warned. This is going to be a big fat, level, yeah. uh, big fat pile of spoilers yeah. today. And yes. uh, for Mandalorian stuff, it's only episodes one and two. So if you've seen, if you haven't seen like episode three yet, don't worry about it. We're not going to talk about that. We're only talking one and two. Yeah, because mm-hmm. episode three came out today when we're recording, yeah. and I've been at work all day and haven't had a chance to watch it. So I could have watched it this morning, but I'm watching it with my husband. So oh, oh. aw, that's nice. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I think we're going to watch it tomorrow with some friends and do like a viewing party while okay. building Mandos. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> yes, Mandalorian. Yes. So, hey, Disney Plus came out last week, guys. Yes, it did. It did. And I, I have, I'm realizing now, once Disney Plus came out, I am watching way too much stuff at the same time. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I'm watching stuff from, like, cable television, and I'm re-watching all of Fairytale, because that ended in October. And now Disney Plus is out, so I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just watching the hell out of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. That's fair. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Also, I was like, well, I mean, you know, as stated before on the podcast, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but every time you log into Disney Plus, they're just like, The Mandalorian! Yes. Watch it! Yes. And after a couple of days, I was like, Ugh, fine. fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And uh, it wasn't the worst. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm glad no. you liked it. It's, and in so my know, opinion. Yeah, we know Josh yeah. is an uh, uh, old school Star Wars fan and yeah. is kind of a Ridge, Tridge, or Die. Um, <laughs> and Expanded Universe, original yeah. Expanded Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Pre-Disney buyout. I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the first thing since Disney bought it that I have felt was any good at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would say that it's probably my favorite thing from the Disney era of Star Wars so yeah. far. It's it's the first thing they've had their hands on. And even, i, I got to be completely honest, some of the stuff that was pre-Disney before when they were, it was slowly going towards them when they were getting ready to do the bite. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that stuff, even when they were a little more hands-off at Lucas, was even starting, in my opinion, kind of go downhill a little bit. Okay. Um like, because I was a huge fan of the books, and even the books were starting to get bad. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. it was, you know, just mm-hmm. every, everything was just kind of, in my opinion, just from my branch perspective, just not as good. And uh, this, this really actually got me excited, and I've, I've actually been like, oh, man, I actually want to watch the next episode. 
Nice. That's and, awesome. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm going to add like a little bit of a disclaimer because I actually, I mean, I love everything Star Wars. That's the thing that we've always right. known with this show. Yeah. Right, because we knew um, you grew up during the prequel era. I do. Yeah. I grew up during the prequel era, kind of like toward the end, like I said before, and right. more with uh, the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, obviously I love the Clone Wars. I love all of the animated stuff. Now that Disney Plus is out, I can finally catch up on Resistance. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I obviously love all of the new movies because... The only film I ever saw in theaters was episode three, and I thought, well, there's no more Star Wars films coming. Mm. And then 10 years later, we get episode seven. So for me, this is what you all experienced with the prequels sure, um, and everything like that. So I love all of it, but I will definitely say of the Disney made Star Wars stuff, The Mandalorian is at the very top of that list. Okay. I will say that, but that means everything else is like directly underneath it. (laughs) Right, right. It's not, yeah, again... Like, I don't think the Disney stuff is bad, no, necessarily. No, it's fantastic. I just, I think of all of them, Mandalorian yes. is my favorite one so far. Yes. But also, we're only two episodes in. And I didn't see it. That's a good thing I, to like, say. I personally <laughs> have felt all the Disney stuff, except for Rogue One, maybe. Okay. okay. Was bad. Okay. Like, oh, that's just okay. me. Like, I, it just, it's, uh, Rogue One, I thought, was was pretty good. It, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the best ever or anything. You know what I mean? It was just, it was, it was enjoyable. It was Star Wars content. I had okay. fun with it. Um, but otherwise, everything else, it has... Doesn't do it for you. Complete disappointment. Okay. So it just... It, okay. Well, that, we, so, we all have our opinions. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. Well, and I think that us three make a good group well, because we all have yeah. such different views on And that's why I'm curious true. to see why you guys like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Because it's you're somebody that's uh, newer Star Wars stuff that you like. Yep. You're somebody that's kind of like I don't really care about any of it. Right. I didn't. And for me, Wars, so. it's like oh my god, this is Star Wars again, finally. So <laughs> I'm kind of I'm curious to see why you guys like it and what what it is that you like about it. Because mm-hmm. even you said it, you know, it's up there at the top with the stuff. So like, I'm curious to see, okay, why do you feel that? Because I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see is like we differentiate on <laughs> on our on our viewpoints the, on the other of Star stuff, Wars, yeah. but come together on but Mando. On that one is is like, okay, we we both like this. So I'm I'm curious to see why. So I think for me, it's it's the thing where you know one of the one of the things I love the most about the Clone Wars, and I know that we were going to talk about that this week, but then Mandalorian came up, and we're like, okay, that's, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, more important, yeah. But <laughs> the thing with the Clone Wars for me was that you know there it does get dark, it does get gritty, it does have its moments of like if you're an adult watching this, going, okay, wow, my kid is watching the show, and the kid is like, woo, lightsabers and explosions and droids and you know and everything like that. Yeah, this feel like this is a show that just feels strictly for the adults, strictly for the older audiences of Star Wars, the teenagers, the the longtime fans. Yeah. Also at the same time for me, it's just I watch it and I know it's Star Wars. I see the elements of Star Wars. Like I see the stormtroopers. I see, you know, the mentions of things. Mm-hmm. But yet at the same time it doesn't feel like Star Wars. And I really enjoy that. And plus the way it's just written, hmm. the way it's shot and just, I mean, there's like four pages of dialogue total between the first two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually really nice. <laughs> and it's like, it's like in a weird way, I want more dialogue, but I just, I don't. <laughs> so there's, there's, this, there's these subtle changes that have happened with this show that you don't get with just basic TV even. Yeah. That I really loved. So. Now, is it, is it the exclusion of like the Jedis and lightsabers that makes it feel like it's not Star Wars to you? Maybe that, maybe it's, you know, it's the exclusion of that, it's the exclusion of, you know, not seeing the typical characters that we're used to seeing. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not complaining about it. I'm not demanding that I need to see a Jedi, that I need to see, you know, all of the things that I'm used to seeing. In a a way, I'm like, I'm really happy that we're kind of going down this different route because it really shows that this universe is as big as it is. Yeah. So. I'm glad that you're not, hey, there's no Obi-Wan, I'm out. 
to be fair, <laughs> the man is gone well before episode six. It's true. So. It's true. Now, <laughs> I, I saw some stuff about it. Did they officially confirm there will be a Disney Plus Obi-Wan series? Okay, it is officially confirmed? Yes, okay, it is, okay. It is, fi- I is still, officially confirmed. I was like, is there an official? I, I couldn't it's tell if it was. officially confirmed, but people are spreading the rumor around that he's backing out of it, or that he doesn't, or he, maybe he was just lying, or it's like all these like random things, but like Disney's like, no, it's it's happening. Just calm down. Just yeah. Sh- <laughs> I mean, they could probably throw somebody else in the Obi-Wan guys, you know, find somebody that's a good enough actor. I mean, to, yeah. To they, keep, I mean, they can definitely do that. Big, so you know. They can yeah. make it animated. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. Yeah, so, yeah. They can, they can figure. So, I mean, they did so much Obi-Wan content already that was animated. Why not do another animated mm-hmm. one? I would not complain. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. All right. Digressing, though. Yeah. What, what is it that you liked about The Mandalore? What, what is it that made you enjoy it? I feel like it's a well-written show. Um, okay. I, I, like Stephanie said, I like that there's not a lot of dialogue. Um, I think the lack of dialogue actually really helps move the show forward faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate, hey, here's this, you know, it, there's like one line in the first episode that Carl Weathers, of all people, like he shows up <laughs> and says, uh, and he's like, or he's trying to pay, right? And and the they say Imperial credits don't really go anymore. And I was like, okay, so this takes place after the Empire's fallen. Mm-hmm. Cool. I know where we are. We're somewhere after episode six, probably before episode seven. Yeah. And there's like a, what, 20 year period in there or something. So 30 year gap. And I think this is like five years after. Okay. So cool. Right. Like, but without having, you know, without looking up exactly when it takes place, like I got one line of dialogue. It told me what I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. didn't. They didn't spend an hour explaining. Well, this is exactly where in continuity it fits. Like, yeah. no, just hey, imperial credits don't work. Okay, cool. The empire isn't around anymore. Then that means mm-hmm. so yeah. that's cool. Um, <laughs> I spent more time explaining what I liked about them not talking than they spent talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the progression. Like I, I did watch the first episode twice because my brother came over and wanted to see. Uh, wanted to see it. Um, <sighs> Yeah, it's just I I like the pacing on it. Mm-hmm, I like that mm-hmm. something happens every few minutes, but it's not it doesn't feel overbearing. Like everything feels kind of natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I like uh I really liked the IG droid at the end of the first episode. Oh, the IG droid's fantastic. I, I loved his fight choreography. Uh-huh. Um I liked the scene with the the guy on the ship that like was lying about having to go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and we have a bathroom finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's finally a bathroom yeah. in Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the, in the expanded lore, they always refer to it as the refresher. Okay. So, so, so the there's back been ref- shoot or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah. So there has yeah. always been reference to it, but there's never been. Not here's never a f- toilet. <laughs> yeah. Also, not sadly, in, in this expanded universe, the refresher was the full bathroom. It was. <laughs> yes, because you had an actual shower and everything else. Yes, there. you did. Oh, so yeah, yeah the difference between all, a bathroom it was an all and a restroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and I, I, I don't know. Like it's it's. Getting to see more of the Jawas in Episode Two was cool because mm-hmm. they're only in the beginning of the uh, the original first one. Yeah, um, like so cool. A little bit more on Jawa lore without like having to go read a hundred novels. Like I yeah. don't know. It's but it, it's it's also stuff that like doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. cool. I know these more thing more this stuff about Jawas. Like if we see them again, cool. They'll probably repeat this kind of scavenging and reselling thing that they're doing. But uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you um, kind of know what you need to know about the Jawas. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, the, oh, what is the guy on the planet that the Mandalorian gets to that I have spoken guy? Uh, he's an Ugnaught. Okay. That dude's great. 
Um, I, I, I think his name is... <laughs> is he an Ugnaught? He is an Ugnaught. Okay. He's just a very tall one. Okay. He <laughs> doesn't look quite pig enough. And yeah. Like... For those of you that don't know, the Ugnaughts are the little pig-like creatures in episode five on Cl- in Cloud City okay, that cool. uh, pretty much are scrapping 3PO. Yeah, they're the ones so. tearing apart and uh, oh, okay. they're playing keep away from Chewie. Yeah. Got it. It's those okay. guys. He's that species, but it, it looks like he's either a much... Either their species lives long enough and they get a lot taller, or he's just an taller version of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Amanda's just very short. I don't know. <laughs> that could be, too. Um, I did notice that they said the word Mando in the episode, and I was uh-huh. like, that's kind of fun. That, that's a, a fan term, like yeah. a sh- fan online shorthand that's become an official term now. Yep. Um, and it's something that was in the Expanding Universe con. Canon. Okay. That, yeah. that okay. was something that, was, that they had put into stuff way back during, uh, I shouldn't say way back because it wasn't that long ago, but during uh, episode one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And the Boba Fett backs or Jango Fett backstory, all that stuff. And, okay. You know. Cool. Um, getting like I I know that the Mandalorian armor is like kind of patchwork. Mm-hmm. Like you do things and you earn more armor or you pick up armor from other people, and so it was kind of cool to see like oh you got the is it Beskar metal? Beskar yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Beskargum and so they made the the pauldron for him. So like I don't know it's it's. Mm-hmm. The character development there the world building stuff is cool, mm-hmm. um, and I like that there's just. It's easy to keep track of and paste well. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Like, it's weird. A lot of people are complaining that the episodes are so short, but it's so strange watching them because it's like it doesn't feel short. Well, they're like forty minutes. Yeah, right? it's like which is well, and the the second one was short. It was only like twenty seven minutes or something. It was like thirty. That. Was it a full thirty? It was a full thirty. Okay, but okay. it came out the same week that the first episode did. Right, it did. Also, and we might get longer one today. It is longer. It is longer? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I also like that the episodes are lo- as long as they need to be, and there's not padding, mm-hmm. yeah. right? One mm-hmm. of the things about television broadcast standards is shows are 22 or 44 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Uh, movies are 88 or 91 or 121 or, like, there's there are set times yeah. that things are because of, like... Commercial breaks, you know, they need to sell sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in theaters, it's they need to be able to show the movie multiple times and get enough time in there for the crew to come in and clean out the theater yeah. for all the people that spill popcorn. Um, so, like, there are reasons for things to be the length that they are. Online streaming services do right away with that, right? So mm-hmm. they can just be like, yeah, this episode's going to be 32 minutes because it's not – there's too much content for 22. There's not enough for 44, but who cares? Yeah. We'll just do what we have to yeah. do. Yeah. So. And that's nice too. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What did you, what was your, like, your thought? Like, you know, like, what made, what made you like it, I guess? Um, well, it's, it's interesting to note, like, because uh, you were talking about how it didn't have this, the lightsabers and everything like that. So it was kind of, it didn't almost feel Star Wars y. Mm-hmm. And to me, because it had, it didn't have that, it <laughs> felt more Star Wars y. I was like, because I was in there at that first intro scene, I was like, okay, this, this straight up feels like most Eisley Cantina. I'm down with this. This yeah. is great. It did. The, you know, just, you get that, just that little bit of stuff that you know, and, you know, just, it, mm-hmm. it just, it felt good. It, it had that uh, that spaghetti western feel to it, which was immediately what I thought of. And, you know, just the old Kurosawa stuff and, and things like that. Which coincidentally, I ended up going and reading an interview with Favreau and uh, the guy that plays the Mandalorian. I just had a brain fart on his name. Oddly enough, he pl- if anyone I, uh, I forget his name too. Peter Pascal. Yeah, but he also played uh, Oberyn Martell in yeah. Game of Thrones, in which Game I Thrones. did not put the connection together until I saw this post on Facebook recently, where it literally said he he uh, refused to wear a helmet. And now he never stops wearing one. Yeah. And it ah. was just like. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was also in uh, the. Oh, it was the one about the spies. Uh, I spy. No, the British spies. The, um, the Avengers. <laughs> no. Recent one. 
Oh, uh, anyway, he's been in a okay. bunch of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> Look him up online. We yeah, have the internet. Like, they, they both said that uh, that Favreau told him, uh, you know, what do I need to do to what do I need to read to get inspired for this character? What do I need to do? And he told him, go watch Kurosawa. Uh, that's fantastic. That's what I want you to do. That's fantastic. And okay. so that just sold me on watching the rest of the series. Yeah, because that you know that was one of the things that inspired the original Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't somebody getting inspiration from Star Wars to make more Star Wars. It yeah. was Somebody going. I'm going to look at what inspired Star Wars in the first place mm-hmm. to build more in that universe. Nice. And, and it felt like that 100% to me immediately going into it. And I, I just really enjoyed, again, things you were saying, the pacing of it. There, mm-hmm. And for me, it was, there's not a side story going on. Right. There's we're, no not, we're not flashing back to the Imperial guys and seeing what they're talking about. We're not flashing back to, you know, it's somebody else to see what they're we're just That's following the Mandalorian. Yeah. And huh. even when we do get flashbacks, it's his home it's his own past that we're getting flashbacks to. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's it the side story isn't really a side story. It's yeah. just part of the main story still because mm-hmm. you're finding out why his motivations are what his motivations are possibly who knows all we've seen so far is a bomb flash kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, just we yeah. don't know what's going on yet. So, um, and then also seeing little things that they're throwing in there that are callbacks to old Star Wars stuff, and like some of it's just Easter eggs, like the the blaster that he carries. Yeah, is from the first appearance of Boba Fett from the holiday special animation. Oh, was the rifle that. that Boba Fett had? It yeah. was just the same design for it. It also, that, you know, cool. it, it also the. Um, I don't know his actual name of his species, but the guy with the with the with the long snout. That goes like in episode four. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that guy, and knowing that his, you know, seeing seeing another of his species there. Yeah, that was in Mos Eisley again. That did, you know, just yeah. gave the Imperials like, hey, they're in, you know, mm-hmm. the told them. I think it was Han Solo's. Yeah, uh, in Docking Bay ninety four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but you know, just seeing little things like that that you throw in there. Uh, some of the, just the fun little like I didn't know it was Horatio Sands is that was the character at the very beginning that he gets the bounty on is in mm-hmm. his ship like one oh. around talking about the, I didn't know those Horatio Sands Meh. but that character was fun and he was in the show just long enough uh, if he'd been any longer mm-hmm. it would have been annoying <laughs> also knowing that carbonite freezing can be transported a lot easier than just a hole in the ground in a yeah. random facility yeah and seeing that is a little callback like okay so maybe after Boba Fett got the bounty on Han Solo the bounty hunters went oh that's a good way to transport stuff. Mm. Well, they started putting the carbonite in their ships. Things so carbonite existed even during the Clone Wars. So uh, to give a little bit of Clone Wars lore, in season three, uh, Anakin, Obi Wan, and you know their clones actually use carbonite to sneak themselves into a separate uh, into a separatist prison facility to save a Jedi Master and Captain Tarkin. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin was in Clone Wars. Um, but okay. to save them, so they actually carbonized themselves so that way when the scanners went by, they wouldn't be picked up by the scanners. Hmm. Only the droids would be. Interesting. So, All right. so it, it's, it's been a thing that's been around for a while, but I think they finally decided to make it mobile. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there was, you know, there's just a bunch of other little things that I've enjoyed. Uh, them, the Biscar mm-hmm. bringing mm-hmm. that, because that was something that was put into the expanded universe lore when they really started getting into the Mandalorians and what they are and what they were. And all of that was scrapped. Yeah. So getting right. to see at least little bits of it trickle in like that. Uh, the foundling is a new idea when they referred to him as a foundling or okay. he was a foundling. I can't remember what the exact line was. Yeah, I can't remember it either. Um, but they said something about that. And in the expanding universe lore, the Mandalorians, it was it didn't have anything to do with being born a Mandalorian. Sure. It was, you know, the Mandalorians were mercenaries. They went and did their things. And, the, you know, they would go out. And if they found a orphan on a war, you know, in a war-torn area that they had been through, mm-hmm. and that 
Orphan showed, you know, the grit or what it could be to be a, in the expanded universe. It was uh, Mandoade, okay. which is Mando came from that because that was what they called themselves in their own language. Mm. Uh, and if they showed the grit, the, what it could be to be that, they'd become adopted by the tribe, by that okay. group, whatever. You know, your your clan is what they called it before. Now they're saying tribe, but... It's the know, same thing. It's it's still yeah. it's still around. Both yeah. terms are still used. And uh, so it was just and it was interesting just to see like little bits and pieces that like okay that's yeah. a little bit a little bit mm-hmm. um, and and with with the armor like it's him building his own armor he doesn't have any family or anything like that so I, I'm curious to see like are they going to incorporate that more into the rest of the because we saw other Mandalorians there and stuff. Sure, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know anything else about what's going on with them or what, you know, what has their society become since mm-hmm. the purge or whatever happened in the Clone Wars and, you know, just what are they now? Like, I, I'm curious to see, are they going to incorporate maybe a little bit of that expanded universe lore and like that's what they will become is more what they were in the expanded universe? Because hmm. they were more of a, a, a tribal, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Bohemian? No, um, Move a lot. Uh, societies that move. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. D- it's not the word. That's okay. Still not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what that word means. It's yeah. a group of people that move a lot. So, yeah. um, but that kind of society where they, you know, it didn't matter where they were. It didn't matter that they didn't have a home world or anything sure. like that. It was just it's they, their tribe, their clan, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, that was their home. Uh, they had a saying that you know uh, that family is more than blood. That mm-hmm. is like one of the main mm-hmm. tenets of, of the Mandalorian culture in the expanded universe. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see like those kind of things that got in there, but just the little pieces that you're seeing, the Beskar stuff like that, just was enough for me to go like, all right, this is fun. I'm, yes. I'm, you know, I'm enjoying that. Uh, just and the little nods, like seeing the the tarnished stormtrooper armor. Cause yeah, like, yeah. Cause you get the thing before, like imperial credits won't do me any good. You know, right. Just, and then right after that, he gives him a bounty, and then he goes into its place, and there's just these tarnished, beat down mm-hmm. stormtroopers in this mm-hmm. hiding inside this building. You know, it just, right. It's, so it's really it, it, it's just fun to see those little mm-hmm. again, and also with the they didn't say anything at all. They didn't say a word about that. Right. But no. you see that visually, mm-hmm. your entire story is being told in front of you because you're seeing these beat down stormtroopers. You're seeing this. Mm-hmm. This person that was obviously at some point an imperial something, right? Wearing his just tattered regal robes. Mm-hmm. Like if you go back and watch that, like you can see that they they, they distressed the crap out of that. Like yeah, he was costume. he was upper class at one point. That was. was that was probably worth more than that planet. His, sure. his his wardrobe. Yeah. Now it's it's just not so much. It's cloth. You know? So a couple of things with those with that particular scene with him in the room with the stormtroopers to get the puck uh, or the little tracker device that yeah. he gets. Um, one thing that provided, I think, my favorite line in the series so far, which is, you know, when the troopers are like, we outnumber you four to one. He's like, I like those odds. Yeah. Just like, just very like, <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> just makes me so happy and it makes me laugh so much. Yeah. Um, also the fact that, uh, so during this last con, uh, so being with my lightsaber group and everything, we were a part of this panel with the 501st, the Mandos, Dark Empire, Rebel mm-hmm. Legion, mm-hmm. and they were saying that there was a lot of Mandos and stormtroopers from just all across the all across the nation, all across the world, that John Favreau and all of them invited to be on the show, to well, be extras, good, to be background characters. That, oh, that's gives, cool. that gives me hope then, because mm-hmm. uh, like I mean, the, a lot of the Mandalorian culture for the expanding universe started here in our home state of Arizona with mm-hmm. the Doom Sea Brigade down in Tucson. Yeah, those guys, along with the author Karen Travis, uh, who was working on the books at the time, there there was very little about the Mandalorian culture, and then we were in the middle of them doing the uh, 
the Clone Wars trilogy of movies and everything. And then just they're like, hey, we're going to work more on this expanded part because guess what? The clones are all Mandalorian. Uh, so we need to know whatever their culture is going to be. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And so, so. Karen Travis and a bunch of you know, former uh, military guys and people that were cosplayers that did a lot of community work as Mandalorians and stormtroopers and everything, they sat down and they developed a warrior culture. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And a language and everything it's else fantastic. for it, and so it, it, that that gives me hope that we'll see some of those things bleed through into this now. So that leads to an interesting point because when they said when when Disney bought Lucasfilm and they said, mm. "Hey, we're wiping out the expanded universe because it prevents us from telling more stories without yeah. just doing adaptations of the novels." Well, the Mandalorian stuff was wiped out because of the Clone Wars. They changed the Mandalorian culture because, okay. and I. There's, so there's, I haven't watched it, so like I have right. my opinion on it because I just know yeah. bits and pieces. There's an event that t- that is referenced in the Clone Wars series by Duchess Satine, who at the time of the Clone Wars was the ruler of Mandalore and the okay. Mandalore systems and was in charge of the Neutral Systems Council. Yeah. And, and that was all new yeah. stuff because there was no Mandalore uh, in the previous canon. It had been destroyed in the Sith War that mm-hmm. created the New Republic. Like the Mandalorians okay. ruled the galaxy. The mm-hmm. Sith took over. And then the Mandalorian homeworld was wiped out. Yeah. Okay. And then the New Republic was. <laughs> Got it. But the 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 reference or the thing that they ref- refer to was something that happened before Episode One, probably when Obi Wan was maybe nineteen years old. Where uh, I say that just because no, I've done no, the I, math. It's, it's fine. <laughs> hey, look, I'm listening to all your Transformers stuff I, on the way, so I'm hearing <laughs> I'm hearing all your things. I, I didn't say anything. I just smirked. <laughs> um, but no, so. There's refer- there's reference to uh, I don't remember if it's pirates or terrorists or something attacks uh, pretty much Mandalore. There results in her, uh, results in Satine having to actually go on the run, and after the events of whatever it is, actually is the reason why the planet becomes pacifist. Is because of what happened during all of that. But uh, do I don't know how it connects. The, uh, I can't remember what they called them in Death Watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because that was something else in the expanded universe, and then they started using them in the Clone War stuff. Yeah, and and wasn't ex- that what they used Death Watch for? Was Death Watch attack or, her or yeah, something Death, like that? Yeah, Death Watch are extremists that wanted to overthrow her and bring back the quote-unquote old Mandalore, okay, which see, is that was not what the, what the old Mandalore was about. Yeah, well, and then for, for in the expanded universe, the Death Watch, basically, they just wanted to recreate the Mandalorian Empire. Yes. And they, that's they were just true. like, we, we're Mandalore. We should, you know, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. we should be on top of everything, whereas the Mandalorian society had yeah. learned from that mistake Mm-hmm. And it, it was, you know, one of those things like, uh, you know, you can't try to hammer water, but it's just sure. going to come back again. Right. That kind of thing where it's, you know, they can never destroy us again if we are not. So, yeah. Iron. So my point in bringing that up was uh, I when when Disney said we're wiping out the stories, I didn't take that to mean we're wiping out everything. Right. So I think that. I mean, like, that just kind of proves that, like, there's still stuff about Mandalorian culture and stuff that's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. There might be some details well, but, changed. Like, but there that might stuff, be... that was stuff, a lot of that stuff was wiped out pr- prior ooh, to uh, Disney, Disney taking over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the Mandalorian culture, because uh, it was just with the whole Duchess Satine thing and her and Obi-Wan stuff. Like, they had, they developed a whole story and redid the Mandalorian culture mm, okay. mm-hmm. for that character. 
Got it. Okay. So it was just it was. It That's is right. What I it forgot is. that Clone Wars started before Disney took over. <laughs> That's there's yeah. a reason why season six of Clone Wars was only Netflix exclusive because of uh, Disney buying it out. Right. So yeah. I'm still bitter, but I'm happy because season seven comes in February. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, but so referring back to the the cosplayers and everything. So I have friends that are a part of the Mando Mercs. Yeah. And you know there's a lot of regulations and rules in order to submit your costume to be official. And there's things in The Mandalorian that we've seen so far that have been rejected by the Mando Mercs that I'm pretty sure there's Mandos all across the world right now that are rolling going, oh, we have to approve this now because it's now canon. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be interesting Hmm. stuff, too, because there's always been so much emphasis in the expanding universe lore. Mm -hmm. And then with what it is now with the way the armor looks and certain things about it that it's in that first episode you see the him walking through and they've all got Mandalorian armor but it's all very different Mandalorian armor well that's yeah that, and that's still I think the case though I think is yeah. even in like the original so, expanded um, universe Mandos were allowed to personalize their armor yeah, to show. yeah well and it was it was, and it was more of what your armor color was not of how it looked that other than the t-slit visor that was pretty much a, a mm-hmm. standard, uh, but that had to do with the whole the electronics and everything that was inside of it and you know, the things going on, mm-hmm. which is something else I wanted to say. It was the weirdest thing for me so far in the episodes mm-hmm. when he puts the flashlight on his helmet. Hmm. What the heck is that about? I think, that's, I think that's referring to probably the Clone Wars because I know the clones had like attachments like that where they could put a flashlight on their helmet. Yeah, the lower, but... the lower troops did because they didn't have the full heads-up display that yeah. like the, the Mandalorians and the, the commandos had. I mean, maybe it's maybe he's just building his kit and like, he, I mean, obviously we see with the Beskar he's building it to be a really shiny kit. Yeah, well, but, but his helmet's already Beskar though. Yeah. So, I don't so know. So why then. wouldn't it have... I, I, full, that's, I mean... That's a question I don't have the answer to. So, so I'm, I'm just sorry. curious <laughs> to like, did they make the the... Did they take the technology away from the Mandalorians too? Like, is that not? Did the stormtroopers and the commandos no longer have? I don't understand. Like, rank and file stormtroopers do not. Death but troopers then did. The the higher up, like, because in the in the Clone War stuff, the lower troops didn't have anything. But your commandos, they were basically wearing. Based the off what best I saw, stuff you can have. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Based off what I saw with like stormtroopers, just from like the the, the Rebels TV series and from Rogue One, and obviously mm-hmm. the, the original trilogy. It looked like only Death Troopers really had like the like the upgrades on the helmet, and everybody else was just generic. Everyone doesn't matter if you were commanding mm. off if you were a commanding officer. Obviously, you weren't wearing the uniform, but if you were a commanding like higher up in the trooper, you all you had was like a pauldron or something added onto it to say you're higher ranking. That's it. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know. I don't know the answer to that. So yeah. But I do know that uh, to give you Andy the. What it is is that the um, yes. you see him put ma- his when he puts the pauldron on, mm-hmm. he's u- there's magnets that are obviously attaching it on. Okay, and that's one of the things that I've had friends be told by the Mando Mercs that they can't have in order to, in order to attach their armor. Okay, so yeah, it's supposed to be more sturdier than that. Yeah, but I mean, so it's an, it's an interesting <laughs> take on yeah. his yeah, you know, like he was replacing sure. a plate on his armor, not his armor itself. So that's it was an true. interesting way to look at. Their their armor as a whole. Plus, he like rewires it later too. So there's yeah, that. yeah. It's, it, was, it was an interesting take on it. But I mean, that's no. each set of armor can be different. Because if you look at a couple of other people in that hallway, they were much much heavily armored compared uh, to him. Fair enough. So <laughs> it could be you know he's the type of armor he's wearing. It's a uh, piecemeal plated. 
probably. You know, so. it's more of a light armor versus a, a heavy armor, or, you know, no. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Which was something that they they've they had before. Again, you can look about the Clone Wars. You saw your basic rank and file troops that were in kind of a light armor, mm-hmm. and then you had your commandos that were walking battle tanks. Yeah. <laughs> with the backpack and everything else, so it was just, it was it. It'll be interesting to see how they bring some of that back into it again, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. it just it'll be fascinating. I've really enjoyed the way they've done it. Um, I guess we need to talk about the spoiler elephant in the room. The fact that this is the very first film where we see an IG, uh, first live action thing where we see an IG series actually fight. Not that. That was oh, the one. Okay. I was going for something much smaller and cuter. <gasps> but Yoda. we'll talk about IG real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, IG. So this was not IG 88, correct? No. no. Okay. So, no. right, as the super casual Star Wars viewer, I just had to make yeah. sure, right? Same class of droid, but yes. not the same Yes, but one. not from the same... Well, I don't, I don't know. Is it, Was it the 88 was part of the same shipment that was lost with the AI, or is it... I'm just going to assume this is a same series, and it's just coincident. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't, okay, honestly don't okay. know. That's, that's, yeah. that's lore so that's even too deep for me. Yeah. Does, the Mandalorian does specifically call it an IG unit. Yeah. Yes. So, and, yeah, and that was the product line was the IG series. Okay. So, yeah, it just... Okay. The the in the canon the IG eighty eight was part of a set of them that was experimental and sure. like when one died the AI was immediately put into another one in the orbiting ship and it would shoot down and start killing people too like Were they Cylons <laughs> basically yeah 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 they, was, he had his ship and there was a bunch of IGs in that ship and it was the AI was the bounty hunter like okay. IG eighty eight was the it was just that was the eighty eighth one of that thing but. The bounty hunter itself was the AI that was in the then ship. I, I I honestly don't know then, but yeah, because this one didn't seem like it was like oh yeah my my employer said to self destruct you know kind of yeah. so it didn't seem like it had anything to do with IG eighty eight. That was a pretty great scene, a pretty great sequence. Can of, I self destruct? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to self destruct. Don't blow up. Okay. Wait, I'm going to self-destruct. No! Yeah. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> yeah. It, that scene was fantastic. I, I was, it, at first I was a little worried about it going into the episode because I, I love Taika Waititi, but I was like, man, is, is it oh, just going to be... Taika Waititi. Is, is this going to be that ham-fisted? That makes that better. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was worried it was going to be Korg. Like, right. that, that was what, I was just wor- that was my worry going into it. That it the was, IG unit yeah. was like, piss off, ghost. <laughs> yeah, it, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it was like, piss off, Rita. You know, just, yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Something yeah. like that. But no, it, it was perfect. He paced it really well. Mm-hmm. He gave it a, a comedic but super dry personality. Yeah. He did, yeah. he read it like a robot. And yes. it came out perfect because of the timing of it. Not yeah. mm-hmm. because of anything else, but strictly because of the pacing and the timing mm-hmm. of the directing also, and everything else. Our main Mando being like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that just goes to the, the, the ADR and voice work capabilities mm-hmm. yes, of those two. And, sure. the, and the director as well, just but. making sure everything was timed well and paced well. And, and, yeah. And yeah. No, and I, I loved watching the IG unit fight like an android would, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because it didn't have to turn its entire body around to see behind it. It could just turn its waist. Yeah. Or just the he- half the head and move the arms around in full 360 degree. Like, it was really cool rather to see hey, we have this thing that's built this way, what can we do with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, it moves like a person because that's how people move. And see, that, that was one of the things I was hoping to that they were going to go into more with the Mandalorian armor because that's with the Mandalorians, that's one of the things that makes them so deadly is that their helmet is a full suite. It's a heads-up mm. display. It has 360-degree I mean, we cameras haven't seen it yet. It. So. We, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen that yet. That's all expanding universe stuff. But that was part of the reason why they're so deadly is because sure. they, like, they're, just, they're trained with these crazy things where they are watching... 
everything at once. You know, just okay. So it was kind of fun to see that droid getting to fight like that. Yeah. And then seeing the Mandalorian going with him and him just shooting people off of buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, just it was a lot of fun. That entire scene was just choreographed so well. Do but, we do we know how many episodes there are going to be? So there's going to be eight episodes. Okay. Uh, Disney officially, uh, the Mandalorian and Disney officially posted a picture on Facebook that I saw. Right. And had the, the list of all the all the release dates. All the episodes dates. with what days they come out and exactly. all of them are Friday except for the week that episode nine right. comes out. Yes, yes because I Disney is that. smart. Okay. <laughs> right. Because yeah. they're like, everyone's going to be at the theater this week. We should probably release this one a couple days early. Exactly. Well, or they wouldn't go to the theater to go to stay home so they could watch Mandalorian. Right. Like that Either way, Disney yeah. was smart with yeah. that move. Yeah. But um, Maybe we don't compete with ourselves that way. Yes. <laughs> but no, but so the thing I, I give absolute credit to the IG series is that in episode five, we see him and he just stands there. No movement. No, nothing. You mean Empire Strikes Back episode five? Yes, yeah. Empire. Not Mandalorian Empire. episode not, five. That not we Mando seen yet. Okay. Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Empire, we see we see IG eighty eight just stand there, not move, do nothing. And I specify that because someone's going to listen to this next year, and just be like, "Oh, what did these jerks think about episodes one and two? Right? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but when we get to like, you know, when we get to like the animated stuff like Clone Wars and you know Rebels, we do see an IG. We do see the IG eighty eight. Actually, I think it's specifically IG eighty eight. Um. Or at least his series, and we do see them move, and we do see them go the way they the way, the way they are. Sure. And then watching this and actually seeing it move the exact same way, but just a little cleaner and let less anima- sure. animated. Yeah. Felt really awesome. But just to also give credit just to technology and the times anyway, mm-hmm. like all the Weegway, which were all the guys they were shooting, mm-hmm. like they looked fantastic. Like oh before, yeah. They didn't look like guys in costumes. They looked like the actual legit species. Which which a part of me thought, is Hondo going to be there? Is Hondo the one they had the bounty on? <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's one thing I think this this or this series has done really well is that they're using a ridiculous amount of practical effects and just the right amount of CG CG Mm -hmm. to where it's it's mostly practical but then that just a little bit of polish Mm -hmm. just to make it just a little bit nicer yeah yeah it's all it's it's practical until it can't be yes right and like that's I feel like that's the way you should do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think Hollywood got very like, oh, we'll just clean up and post with the computers. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, Lucas himself did that too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. that's one of my yeah. biggest criticisms of the, the, of the prequel tr- yeah. trilogy. It's just it was way too special effect heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much could have been done Real. with less. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many, like, just so many sure. scenes in those movies that could have been done It was with the early less. 2000s. They thought they could run away with a lot of stuff. And then they did. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's just, it, but it dated the movie so horribly. Yeah, yeah. It, it really yeah. did. It really did. And, I love and, them and to death, the, but, yeah. the the re-release special editions of the 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 first three. <laughs> so bad. Those are like I I will Some of those are I so will bad. hold on to the Walmart DVDs that I have mm-hmm. that are the uncut versions mm-hmm. of the theatrical. Like I will hold on to those forever just so that I have the theatrical release without all the extra stuff in it. Cause yeah, just, there's so much better. And and. So, again, as the casual Star Wars person, like, I've watched the special editions, I've watched the regular editions. For me, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I don't say that disrespectfully. Like, I know there's a bunch of people listening to this who are just like, oh, Andy doesn't know what he's talking about. No, I don't. And that's, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, but, again, I didn't grow up with Star Wars. It's not sacred to me. It's just yeah. a set of movies, right? Yeah. And that's uh, probably why – I think that's more what they're thinking and less about the fans going like, Argh! Right. So, like, there are some of those effects in the special editions that are just terrible. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Some of them are just bad. Yeah. Old right? school Well, that's Palpatine. my problem is because they just don't look good. Right. Right, they don't match the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, the scene in, oh, I want to say it's Return of the Jedi, where the the size noodle, I think, is play, singing. Oh, yes. She, oh, she's the long oh, snoot, like God. round yeah, body, long Max, legs. The Max yeah. Rebo band. Yeah. 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 With Sly, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the 
the original version looks fine because it fits the rest of the it movie. Was perfect way it but, was. But like instead they made it animated and clearly yeah. CGI and, and she's was, lit differently than the rest of the scene. What was so ridiculous about that And exactly. it's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where she's just in your face the whole time. And it's like this doesn't fit and it's a different song and like it just it doesn't well, fit the rest got, of the movie. They got the lady that played Ula to come back and play Ula again to extend the scenes with her. So they did practical effects in Ula there. Ula was the Twi'lek. The Twi'lek yes. girl. No, yeah. no, I know oh, okay. Ula. Sorry, sorry. I, I'm just I'm applauding <laughs> you for the fact of just knowing who Sly was because for so, me, I didn't learn her official name until Clone Wars when she killed Zero the Hut. <laughs> so one of okay. the other things about being a very casual Star Wars fan is I learned a lot about Star Wars from friends. Got it. And from meeting a lot of Wizard and Toy Fair magazine. Okay. Got it. Those dudes loved Star Wars and made every yes. obscure reference you could based on just the original trilogy because that's all there was. Yeah. Okay. So okay. like. I know who character. I know a bunch. I know Hammerhead. Like I know. I yeah. know uh, Pondababa. Like I know all these weird character, like background character names. I know who they are. Um, and Hammerhead's I, an Athorian, by the way. I, I know who he is. <laughs> I did not know that. Thank you. <laughs> I know who he is. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, um, I knew Ula's name before I knew the name of the species. Oh, fair okay, fair okay. enough. Right, fair so, enough. So, yeah. But yeah, but they, so they brought her back, did all the practical effects with her, uh-huh. but then CG up the rest of this. It was just right. such a weird... Right, and CGI it poorly. Yeah. Was the other yeah. Thing. And you watch that scene now, and it's like, oh, this is new stuff. That looks really good with Ula and the extra... And, and then you go back and watch so the It's just so distracting uh-huh. with... The, it just... Uh, so, yeah. But yeah. I'm going to revert us back to the Mandalorian. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Just kind of refer- referring to something that we've seen before in Star Wars, just before we get to the big elephant in the ro- ba- little, little elephant in the room. Um, Is that the name of the species, elephant? Sure. No. <laughs> uh, no, was the... Vader says very specifically, and it is quoted so many times by Star Wars fans, no disintegrations. Yes. And for a while, you know, being a Star Wars fan... We've never seen physical proof of what a disintegration can do to someone. Oh, yes. That was like Thanos snap level gone. <laughs> yeah. That was super satisfying to see that. It was just like, I, there we go. You know, like, he That's shot what he it. said, and no disintegration. Yeah, because yeah. he freaking obliterates them. <laughs> yeah. And there's That's, nothing left. How are you going to get a bounty is, on that? That is there's very like, good. Yeah. I brought no you his cloak. <laughs> hanky. Like, <laughs> Right, because it's the the Jawas you're talking about, right? Yeah, he yeah. Just, yeah. He's like, I, I, yeah, of course they're mad at me. I disintegrated a few of them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when he was first aiming to shoot them, I thought, okay, it's gonna be a blaster bolt, and he's maybe gonna scare them, or maybe he'll just like you know injure them. No, no just, it freaking, <laughs> and you're just like, he disintegrated it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for pointing that out. I did not catch that. Okay, okay, yeah. well, awesome. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was a fun little Easter egg there. Yeah, getting mm-hmm. to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the future gigantic merchandising opportunity that they held at bay just long enough to not spoil anything. Baby Yoda! <laughs> they didn't spoil it, but holy cow, did social media. It did oh, not yeah. last 24 hours. Oh, oh, oh God, uh, people, no. People, I still, on my Facebook timeline, I still have people complaining about not being able to log into Disney+. Plus. Because of the like overwhelming like just traffic that it hit, right? Oh yeah. And people were just like, "Now it's been two days, and I can't sign in. I hope I get my seven day trial expanded." And meanwhile, people are posting pictures of Baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, "Uh, come on, guys!" <laughs> like, and I, I I saw something that could be a spoiler for episode three today, and I'm like, "Guys, it's noon. Like, <laughs> I'm still at work. I can't I can't have watched the episode yeah. yet." Exactly. So. So what was okay? So. 
to give a little clarity for because uh, they mentioned in the episode that this obviously the character is the person that had the bounty on yep. that they have the bounty on is 50 years old right and I misinterpreted that the first time I thought it was a 50 year old bounty oh but, interesting well but uh, it could be both it could be both but either way it makes sense if the if the little baby is 50 years old also the reason why people call him baby Yoda for those that may not know no it's not actually Yoda's child and no it is not actually Yoda the baby version baby. Yeah, yeah Yoda as a baby it is his species as it's a baby it's officially <laughs> named Junior as of right now I love that that's just that's <laughs> I the, love that. the that's pretty good Junior yeah. <laughs> what, the, what they told people like, quit calling it baby Yoda it's Junior refer to it as Junior <laughs> Please, it's Henry Jones Junior <laughs> exactly name the dog Indiana <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna call it Indiana now um <laughs> We don't have the name for Yoda's species, right? We never no, did. No, okay. it's uh, George Lucas liked to call Mino as in Mino business because <laughs> he didn't ever tell you like it was. He loved Yoda, but would not ever do anything extra with the character. Really, it was always yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. We can't I know. Do that. Family Even the expanded universe. They're like, oh, that's one of Yoda's species. <laughs> that's all they referred to. Yeah. Okay. I know. In Family Guy, they made a joke and name and gave him like a last name, which I'm assuming is his species, but it was like. It was like Yoda Parsegian, and that was like it. That was all I got. Yeah. Okay. And it was just like, is that his species? Is that his last name, or is you, or is just start, or is um, Family Guy joking by the fact that he has a driver's license and it has his last name on it? Yeah, because I mean, that. even even <laughs> the only other canon character of his species that I know of it's was Yaddle. Yaddle. Aha, um, I know that one. Yay! <laughs> and then there was a Again, couple like holocron people, like species or of them in you know uh the expanding universe stuff but mm-hmm. it was never like given a species name their character names but never species name of any kind yeah but either mm-hmm. way it's positive he is po- he or she i don't know is positively adorable and is watching them waddle around i'm sorry i like cute things and that just it kills me every time i see the, him. the scene with him eating the frog spit it out <laughs> super <laughs> cute and everything. that was pretty good he's like spit that out gulps it but as cute as he is he's the, the one part of the show that I, w- I was like, man, I wish they- I was really hoping they weren't going to do any force stuff. I was, I was, they, I was, I was, the force in I there. was super into the whole like this has nothing to do with Jedi anything mm-hmm. like that. This is just Star Wars Western. I was down with it. I, I still the character's fine. Like it's working for the story. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. It was just that was that's my only the only thing. I'm like, eh, I don't okay. like that. And I think that may just point to the fact that maybe his species in general is just naturally force sensitive, or because I mean, again, we've only seen. Two examples on on the movies, one in a comic where we actually see Yaddle use the Force, and then obviously Yoda. Mm-hmm. So seeing the third example now of Yoda species like on television or in or in film, and it uses the Force, I'm like, okay, so either they're naturally gifted in this in the Force, or I think the, the kid got lucky. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. I think there is still stuff that's in canon that was part of Episode uh, Attack of the Clones, and, mm-hmm. or sorry, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, and all that mm-hmm. that. Doesn't say the species name, but does talk about the fact that Yaddle and Yoda are super old, and their species is super strong in the Force. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't ever say what they are. But I I believe that is still part of the canon that we do yeah. know. Okay, whatever they are, they're actually gifted. Every single one of them is always super strong in the Force. So, so I, I guess we saw that coming when we when he saw him come on screen. Yeah. So so I will say um, to counter what you just said, Josh. And no offense, we're still yeah, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually liked that they threw the Force in there because. At a certain point, I kind of feel like Rogue One and Solo don't have to be Star Wars movies. Yeah. Right? Like, you can file off some serial numbers, change some names, change a couple of little things, and basically they're just cool sci-fi movies. 
Um, or maybe not so cool sci-fi movies, depending on your take. And I kind of felt like The Mandalorian was very much in that same vein, where like nothing about this has to be Star Wars, except that it is. Like mm-hmm. you change The Mandalorian to just Death's Head from Marvel Comics, and it's the same story. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's fair. And so putting some the the only things about Star Wars that are specific to Star Wars, except for trademarks, mm-hmm. are the Force and Jedi and lightsabers and Sith. Right. So like without having any of that, at what point is it still Star Wars? See, it's me. It's Mandalorians, X Wings, right? Like all well, these other things. You, we're we're, we're, right. sitting, we're we're getting you know in just in in the bar scene. We've got Twi'leks in there. We've got all these other species that you know. Just it's all sure. these other things that are, are just pulling in together. So, see, so and I understand the the outside the different perspective. So right. it's it's interesting for me to hear. It's like okay, so it's those are the things that people say like oh that's Star Wars. The rest of this mm-hmm. thing, you know it's whatever. It can be in anything because and, you can. I'm yeah. just saying you could replace all of those alien species with other alien species, and it doesn't change the story at all. It's just. Visually, hey, this is a Twi'lek, this is a Max Rebo band, this is a yeah. whatever yeah. elephant in a diaper guy. Like exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I, See, for me, it's the it's the, it is, it is the nice. Mandalorian and the Empire. Like it's all still there, and I don't I right. don't need somebody swinging a lightsaber because I'm still knee deep in Star Wars. And what, sure. And, and what I and what I'm going to say, and, I, and this is the thing that I appreciate. But in I the do fact, get it. I, mm-hmm. I get both points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, you know, I definitely love the fact that you know he used the force on the Reek, which is actually the name of that rhino dinosaur creature. Okay. Um, <laughs> which proved that Reeks are dinosaurs because it laid an egg. Uh, <laughs> hmm. But um, I still like woolly rhino. I thought it was going to be a crate dragon. Just saying when when they were saying like you have to go get the egg, and I'm like it's a crate dragon. Uh, also, finally getting translation for Jawas. But anyway, um, the the thing I love, I actually really love that he used the force because. There is, and I don't, Andy, you probably don't know this, but sure. the Mandos used to hunt and kill Jedi. Is I, that still canon? Yes, okay. it is. It is still canon because in Clone Wars, uh, a man by the name of Pre Vistla, who's a Mando and, de- and part of Death Watch, he says that they, you know, that they used to hunt and kill Jedi. And he's uh, the line, quote unquote, is uh, he he pulls out this like, this lightsaber called the Dark Saber, which you've probably seen floating around the internet if you do any Star Wars research. Um, that came from the Jedi Temple, and he said, since then, many Jedi have died upon its blade, prepare to join them, as he points it at Obi-Wan. So, Mandos have been known to hunt and kill Jedi, or Mm -hmm. not have the best history with them, and if, in fact, our main Mando here is, whether he was brought into the culture or was raised by the culture, there's a weird... There's a weird air, especially in in a time where the Jedi had been gone for well over 20 years. There's a weird air about a force sensitive showing up again. So I'm curious on what they're going to take with this. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Jedi disappeared at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, with Order 66. And then the only time that we see them really is is, uh, Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan, Luke, and Yoda. Mm-hmm. Right, and I know yeah. in Rebels they give us Ezra and Kanan, which are two more Jedi. Sure, and sure. now with the new video game, they've given us Cal. Okay, so but it's still. I mean, we're talking half a dozen Jedi. Yeah. in the twenty years and they, versus they, a thousand. Right, they actually allude in the new video game too that Yaddle is still alive. No way, really? Yeah, they, they, I'm like, not far. <laughs> I haven't seen it. it. Like she's not in there, but it, like there's a computer reading or so, I can't remember what it was, but there's something that's. It's like, and Yaddle might still be out, you know, kind of thing. So okay, I have to keep playing. But <laughs> either way, though. But yeah, no, I, I'm very glad that they did not throw Baby Yoda at us in like the trailers or anything mm. like that. I'm glad it was definitely a surprise because when yeah. they made the comment of the bounty, like I said earlier, I thought it was going to be like Hondo based off the species. Yeah. Sure. And then, 
you know, when they saw the little pod, I was like, okay, what the heck is this thing? Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and it had little green ears pop up, and I just, I immediately lost it at that point. But, um, <laughs> but it's just, it's this unique surprise yes. that I did not expect at the Mandalorian that now it makes me question what is going to happen when he takes it back to the Imperials that he's doing this bounty for. And it is nice to get surprises in, in media, oh, yeah. like multi, huge multimedia franchises. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, it speaks to, like, this is actually one of the criticisms I've seen people post a lot online, and it has to do with the Baby Yoda stuff, was that, like, people were like, how does he not know what the Force is? How, you know, and, and going back and criticizing, like, Han Solo not knowing the Force and everything, and then talking about, like, that time gap. It's a big universe, guys. Well, not only that, but, like, I, Most people probably never met a Jedi. Right. Most you know, were born they're, after. They're like, you know, they're, like, they're the one percenters of the universe. They have superpowers, supposedly. Yeah. And then the Empire comes into power and tells you, nope, they didn't have superpowers. They were just subjugating you. They, right. don't, they don't exist. They were subjugating you. They were some kind of crockpot religion, and they subjugated you, and we saved everybody. Yeah. And so why would anybody know what the heck the Force is if they didn't? I, they didn't know. Also, right. with the again with Order sixty six and the eradication of the Jedi, and there being so few, and them having to go into hiding because of the Inquisitors and yeah. Vader, mm-hmm. they they practically became a myth at that point. Yeah, like like right. Greek so gods. I, did, I didn't think it was weird that he didn't know what the Force is. No, no, okay, knowing okay, it wasn't weird because I've seen a lot of people throw that as a criticism. Like, why would he know what the Force is? And it's just like because he's not watching like Star he, Wars. Yeah, like. <laughs> Because he's a Why dude would he know what the force living is? his he was, life. Yeah, he was a kid in the middle of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Because the timing for the purge and everything would have had to have been during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So why would he know what a Jedi is? Yeah, I mean, right. Something that died a long time ago. You know, when he was a kid, what yeah. does he care? You, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some crackpot school of monks that died when I was a kid? I don't care. Like, what do I, why would I know anything about the Why would anyone you know? today know that Thailand used to be called Siam, right? Like, there you go. a lot of people don't. Yeah. But, like, we do. So Istanbul is Constantinople. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Yes. So if you have a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Yes. There I have you spoken. go. It's nobody's business but the so, Turks. But <laughs> either way, just two episodes in, and this series is fantastic. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's really good. I'm and excited for what happens when I go watch it tonight. Yeah, I can't wait to see more lore stuff, to see what they bring in, more Easter eggs and things that they throw mm-hmm. in there. Because there's a lot of stuff we didn't go over. There's so many Easter eggs in those mm-hmm. those first two episodes. Right. Oh, yeah. And it just, I don't know. It, it makes me hopeful. Um, I'm still not going to go to the theater to see the next movie, but it okay. keeps me hopeful that it won't be as bad I as I think it's going to be. I already have my ticket. No surprise there. No, but. not at all. Not at all. But it does make me hopeful that maybe the, this is an upturn going back to Star Wars stuff I enjoy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, all we know is that Episode Nine is going to be the last Star Wars film we get for a while. At least that has been announced. Sure. And everything else Star Wars-wise we're going to be getting is going to be on Disney Plus with The Mandalorian, Season 7 of Clone Wars, obviously Resistance as, it's, as it keeps going. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel like so. now with streaming services and stuff and seeing The Mandalorian, like, that might be a better place for Star Wars. Probably. Yeah. Rather than the silver screen, it just you can tell already a better story with a smaller script. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, just, think, I think that's true. I think rather than doing solo and Rogue One type things in yeah. theaters, just save the the big stories for the theaters yeah. and do all I the. Mean, if you do it right, you can do a, a you know twenty movie Marvel craziness. Yeah. If you do it right, right. But then on the other hand, you can do things like the Mandalore or like what they've done with the Arrowverse and stuff, mm-hmm. and tell a huge story mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, is, is this, the, I th- maybe Star Wars is the right spot for it. Is Disney Plus Probably. and streaming. Could be. So. Uh, I just know John Favreau is a very good filmmaker. Yes, and he is. he is uh, continuing that 
uh, run on The Mandalorian. Yeah. And so. he's working with fantastic people like Taika Waititi and Dave yeah. Filoni and all those amazing individuals. And I think I have one last thing to say about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, and this is just for anyone out there who's played the Star Wars RPG system or okay. engine. Go watch the episodes again. Tell me this does not feel like a Star Wars RPG campaign because it definitely does. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Fair enough. All right, guys. Well, we are uh, out of time a couple minutes ago. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> thanks for having me back, guys. Yeah, I missed thanks your for face coming back, Stephanie. Yeah. Um, we are taking next week off because it's Thanksgiving and yeah. I'm not in town. And Fair enough. It's Thanksgiving. Here in America, we so, got a holiday, so yeah. we're going to take that off. We're going to go then, eat uh, turkey. We'll be back the week after that. <laughs> yes. I don't know what we're talking about, but we'll figure something out. Yeah. I know we're back. Is there a subject oh, or anything? Uh, send us information on socials. We're at Atomic Monsoon. Yes, at Atomic Monsoon on Twitter, Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram, uh, Atomic Monsoon at Gmail, Atomic Monsoon on Facebook. Um, yeah, let us know, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we will talk to you soon. Yeah. And thanks for having and ha- thanks for having me back. And now that my schedule has lightened up a little bit, and I'm getting into the holiday break time with school, you will see me on many more episodes, probably until I get into the next show for next semester. Fantastic. All I gotta so. say is Oyamando no de You have spoken. <laughs>